Being an entrepreneur or business owner is not easy. We know firsthand how the daily grind can bring even peak performers to their knees. Welcome to the Lewis Brownlee Podcast, an in-depth podcast for business owners interested in staying up to date with all aspects of business. Each show offers a variety of resources, insights, and updates from industry professionals to keep you at the cutting edge of this ever-changing world. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your learning experience. Welcome to this brief overview of shareholder agreements for companies. Many small businesses start from an idea someone has. They look for like-minded people to help them develop that idea, or perhaps a twist of fate means that you find yourself running a business and suddenly you are a business owner with several business partners. How do you make decisions and what do you do if there is a disagreement or someone wants out? For limited companies, when it comes to making decisions, company law states shareholders who own more than 50% can pass a motion at a company meeting regardless of the views of other shareholders. And if shareholders own more than 75% of the shares, they control the company outright and can veto the decisions of all other shareholders. This may not suit all business situations, especially where you have two or more founders holding equal share capital or a group of owners with varying amounts of capital, some of whom are directors and some who are not, but who are all working together for the company's success. A shareholder's agreement is entered into between all or some of the shareholders in a company. It regulates the relationship between the shareholders, the management of the company, ownership of the shares and the protection of the shareholders. They also govern the way in which the company is run. A shareholders agreement can help define how a business makes decisions to the benefit of all owners and is recommended where a small number of owners want to reach collective and fair decisions for the benefit of all. Recommended where some owners may want to be able to influence decisions that are particularly relevant to them. And is also recommended where some shareholders may not be directors and cannot influence operations on a day-to-day basis. Typically, it is seeking to deal with the three Ds of death, disability and disagreement. It may also cover a variety of other significant areas, for example, retirement and buyback of shares. Our view is that every agreement is individual to each set of shareholders. so There isn't a one size fits all and legal advice is absolutely advised. It is possible for shareholders to draft their own agreements using resources um, which you can find online. There are several providers of online forms, but as we said, legal advice is recommended to help you draft um, an agreement and um, advice from the accountant in terms of any tax implications. A properly drawn up and comprehensive agreement can protect minority interests, clarify who makes decisions, empowers all participants, acts as a record of agreement, can help keep your affairs more private and can offer flexibility if and when situations such as retirement, death, disability and disagreements arise. So we recommend them to all clients um, from the smallest companies and right the way up. If you've got more than one shareholder, uh, different ownership proportions, you need a shareholders agreement. It helps you think about the things that may happen in the future and how you would deal with them when it isn't a um, situation that's particularly stressful at that time. So things, key things to include in your shareholders agreement. This isn't a complete list. Every circumstance is different. But as a minimum, we would expect to see, obviously, the company details, including the structure, directors and the officers. 
the purpose and aims of the company, the equity split of shareholders, who the parties are to the agreement, shareholders' rights, obligations, and commitments, the decision-making processes on major issues, required voting majorities and day-to-day -day operating decisions, restrictions on the sale of the shares, rights of first refusal and preemptive rights to acquire shares on leaving, retirement, death or disability, death, disability and other retirement compensation payments, management contracts, director approval and remuneration amounts, insurance and other protective requirements, professional advisors and change of professional advisors, dispute resolution, changes to and termination of the agreement, buyout provisions for any shareholders that are leaving and the valuation of shares on changes and valuations of the business. So for many of our clients, um, they find themselves in a situation where the shareholders can't work together anymore. It might be um, quite friendly, just circumstances have changed, want to retire, want to exit, want to do something else. Other times it's much more challenging than that. There's been a great big falling out and they simply cannot work together anymore. The shareholders agreement would tell you what you would do in those situations. So without it, you're having to thrash it out between you to try and get to the, the answer, which like I say, will probably result in um, the main winners being lawyers, helping each party get the, the best outcome. And um, a bit like a divorce, I guess, um, there nobody's going to be happy with the outcome in the end probably whereas if you had a shareholders agreement at least you have an idea of what that exit may look like so um, we believe that a shareholders agreement is an essential document for any limited company and an equitably drafted agreement should provide comfort to all parties to that agreement so do get in touch um, you don't need to be a new company to need a shareholders agreement um, you can bring this in at any time. Um, if a, but, a, but I think especially think about a shareholders agreement where you've got several shareholders, perhaps if you're about to form a new company. If a shareholder wants to sell their shares or pass them on to the children, someone is nearing retirement or the company has borrowed money from a shareholder. We can help with the share and company valuations and put the shareholders' wishes into an agreement, which we can then um, work with a solicitor of your choice to get that concluded. Uh, any questions, please do get in touch. Thank you. You've been listening to the Lewis Brownlee podcast. Be sure to listen again soon to keep up to date and help your business grow.